a very young Stephen Dorff, little tiny weird monkey goblins, and a lot of references to Canadian metal bands. Jamie? Yes? Don't be too scared, but let's go watch the gate. everybody and welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. My name is Doug McCambridge. I am one of the two hosts of this podcast, this 80s movies podcast. Correct. And, oh, oh, oh Jamie chimed in. Oh, I did. So my co-host <laughs> here, is here I am. <laughs> Jamie Lorella. Jamie, how are you? I, I am great. I'm, oh, I'm absolutely great. groovy. Hey, yeah. did I see that you were in New York you're not still in New York. No, no. No, no, no. I can see by the background. No, I'm back up up in my um <laughs> Unless my... it's a backdrop of your house <laughs> yeah. that you just pull. I bring out. it remember, with me. I like to feel cozy at home. Remember on Pee Wee's Playhouse when he would go in to answer the phone <laughs> and he would pull down a backdrop and then put on like a little safari hat. Or I something loved like it. That? Yes, yeah. yes. Well anyway, we are a eighties movies podcast. I'm gonna say we're your favorite. 80s movies podcast. Maybe you like us. Maybe you thumbs up us. Maybe. Maybe, yes. <laughs> Give us a do. thumbs up I think on you do. whatever social media allows you to make <laughs> thumbs and put them in there. Please do so yes. for us. We'd appreciate that. <laughs> this is our first scary movie. It's a Ooh. horror. It's a horror it, film. It is. I think that debatable. No, no. I think clearly this is a horror movie. It this brought doesn't... some horror to my evening after I watched mm-hmm. it. I'll tell mm-hmm. you. I'll tell you. So yeah. before we jump in, yeah. could I just do some stuff that I didn't do last time? Some housekeeping? Is it housekeeping? Some... Yeah, let's housekeep. I want to. Let's keep house. All right. Now, I, I know that I told you this, and some of our listeners know that I was a guest yes. on a podcast. Now, they podcast every week. We do it We're every slackers. two weeks. We're I slackers. should have mentioned it last week. So let's see. If you dig through their archives, probably about five or six episodes, you'll find mine. But I was on a podcast called Criterion Close-Up uh, with these two guys named Eric. No, not Eric. Aaron and Mark. Okay. I combined Maybe the Marn two Maybe Marn and Eric. Marn. Yes, Marn. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I was on there to talk about um, 12 Angry Men, which ah! is very different than talking about a movie from the 80s. Yes. And uh, it was a more serious discussion. It was it was a little bit different than what we do here, but it was fun. It really was. I didn't feel like I was in charge of anything. Like you they kind of just, just asked me questions. It. I love it. And I answered <laughs> them, which was great. And uh, apparently they enjoyed having me on, so I assume at some point I will be on again. Well, so. we, you're, you're enjoyable. Yes. So, well, thank you. Yes. But everybody should go find Criterion Close Up, subscribe to them, listen to them. They're great. They're the best. I love it. And last week I made a mistake when I talked about who. You spoke in error? You spoke in error last week. Oh, no. I did. When I talked about who recommended The Gate, I said that guy from 
Australia did. You made was, up him. He wrong. didn't even exist. <laughs> he doesn't exist. There's nobody from we, Australia. Are we you don't have international listeners. Was, was he from Austin, Texas, and you had a misread? What happened? <laughs> no, the reason I confused him with another listener is we have two international listeners. Oh, so we do have international. Yes, we are, yes. Okay. No, no. We're crossing seas. Tim, Tim from Australia exists. He just didn't recommend He the could movie care less about the game. And about. I have, maybe we should hang out, Tim from Australia. But yeah, anyway, but I, recommended this from another it country. Was, a, was it a foreigner? I, I don't know what his name is. He's on Twitter. His handle is Arlo's dad. I don't know what that means, but he's from I'm, England. I'm assuming he has a child named Arlo, and possibly he's his father. You know That's, what? I'm going to decipher that, that for you. That makes perfect sense. I might be upset if that's not the reason why. <laughs> well, or maybe his name is Arlos and he just happens to be a dad. Oh, Arlos? You think his name is Arlos, like Carlos? I don't know. All right. <laughs> he is immediately unsubscribed. Yeah, right now. He's like, you're you fools. I've, I've given you gold, the gate in gold. But anyway, he was the one that recommended it, so I will I will send him something, but because I messed up, I will send Tim something also oh. for screwing up. So, yes, I will definitely do that. Well, Tim gets one for being probably our, our – he's got the, the most mileage as a listener, right? If he's all the way in Australia, isn't that the furthest Yeah, away? I – so. I, I'm not saying that I'm stalking him in the way that I'm stalking Jennifer Connolly or David Bowie, well. but I did see where he's on the east coast of Australia. So it's not even Sydney, which is physically closer to us. This is the furthest point on the planet, I think, from where we are. Well. I'm pretty sure if you measure it in mileage, it is. Well, then I give him a thumbs up and I like him. That's what I yes. do. I, 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 I bet he would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, I do have to um, – uh, I talked about before those those people that did the um, Steve Gutenberg podcast. The Goots, yeah. How they, yeah, how they said the nice things about us. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. someone else who does a podcast who said nice things about us do too. Do they also do a Gutenberg podcast? They do not, but mm. he does a horror movie podcast. Oh. So I thought it would be appropriate to talk about yes. him. Yes. He goes under the pseudonym of Billy Crash. Ooh. I have a feeling that's not his real name. I like the spice in it, though. Yes. Yeah. And uh, his website and everything is called Crash Palace Productions. Palace? Okay. He writes books. Mm. He wrote a screenplay that's being made into a short film. Ooh. Yeah. And the his podcast is called The Last Knock. So everybody should check him out, too. And I was he's knocking. Been... Like that kind of knock? You uh, they do that sometimes on the podcast, oh. too. <laughs> yes, yes. That's it, right in. So he's been very nice and saying great things about us. And I thought about reaching out to him to maybe be a guest ah, for one yes. of our October films. And then I forgot. So maybe next year we'll talk to Fair Billy Crash. <laughs> Fair enough. Look forward to it, guy. I look forward oh, to it. Oh, boy. That was the longest intro we've done so far. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you got to just have it out. You gotta just if people could stop saying nice things about us so that we don't have to talk about you, that would be great. That would maybe speed things up a bit. But at the same time, I love it. I love – I mean, I'm like the, the, the goo. You love to be loved. I love it. I just love mm-hmm. to be loved. Right. Exactly. 
Codependency is not a problem. Not I don't me. see anything nope. wrong with it. Nope, nope. I'll hold your hand the whole way, audience, if you will mine. That's how we're going to do this. <laughs> Especially for this It's film. difficult to hold their hand if they don't want well, to hold Well, I'm yours. holding their, like, you know, cyber hand. We're hitting, we're holding cyber hands. <laughs> iTunes approves, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's not anything illegal. <laughs> You think in iTunes when you hit that little agreement button <laughs> yeah, at the end of, of 45 pages, somewhere in there, it's like you can virtually hold hands with people and also threaten them, and it's not and a big deal. And it's not a big – it's it's NBG. <laughs> I agree to these terms. Yes, yeah, you have to. When you, you just check. If people just blindly check, I agree, I agree. Well, you agree to intimacy, cyber intimacy. Yeah, so this is our movie <laughs> podcast, in case you guys haven't figured it out. <laughs> uh, so, about the yes. 80s movies, correct. <laughs> so we're here to talk about The Gate from 1987. Was uh, it 87? Yes. It is 87. Okay, I was hoping it was Did earlier Did you think it was on. earlier? Yeah, I was hoping. I thought it was earlier, too. I have a feeling this was probably filmed in 84, <laughs> and then it took a while. I don't know, but... I, I looked at Steven Dorff's age today, and he's 42. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of made sense that this would be filmed in 85 or 86. Yeah. I don't know. Because I know what a 10-year-old Steven Dorff would look like. <laughs> 12 years old, 13, something like that. He looked younger than his friend, but we'll he, get into that. Yes, yes. He looked, like I said, I was overwhelmed when, when I heard, when I, I've never seen The Gate. And when you had said that it was a Stephen Dorff horror movie, I got, I was excited. I you thought, Dorff and horror. Got I got the chills running through me. I was, <laughs> but then, uh, then I met a very, very young Stephen Dorff and I was like, oh, it's a different kind of horror movie with Stephen Dorff. Okay. I see. I would argue that this isn't even Stephen Dorff. I would argue that <laughs> somehow they just put his name a in dwarf, there. A dwarf or like that this is, Or that this is someone else named Stephen no, Dorff. No, it is clearly him because there's certain faces that he just oh, really? makes that are so dramatic. Because his acting, I mean, <laughs> is this like his first like big film? I feel like it is. I feel like he's like, I'm going to show the world how, oh it's boy. It's his first film and before this he was in one, no, he was in... An episode of Different Strokes. Well. And another episode of something. So, yeah, this is his first film. Well, after this is when he did the movie that I knew him for. was, And he won, like, big awards for it. It was called The Power of One. I think it was about, like, a boxer or something. I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, it, he did this that movie right after this. And with all... I only know him from e-cigarette ads. <laughs> Did you see those ads? Have you ever seen those? I will send you a link because I remember watching it and Steven Dorff, he's on a beach walking and he's like, listen, we're all grown-ups here. I have something to tell you. And I remember going, oh my God, Steven Dorff has something to tell me. You're very serious about it, Is he going to talk about unprotected sex or what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, we can smoke if we want to. Because it's the e-cigarette. I can see the Dorff loving the e-cigarette. And let's be clear. Oh, and he's been diagnosed with emphysema but still smokes. Just so you know. But that's why the e-cigarette's all about him. <laughs> P.S. For the rest of the movie, I consider him the dwarf. I know his character's name is Glenn, which is a horrible name for an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> that, but should so not be, when... that should not be your hero's <laughs> no. name. No. Glenn? Listen, it's a fine name for a lovely neighbor, but for the hero of your horror movie, 
I just call him the dwarf. Like, whenever he's on screen. Like, even in my notes, I'm like, dwarf walks in. Dwarf is scared. So. <laughs> that reminds me. What's his name? Tim Conway. Remember when he was dwarf golf? <laughs> yeah. He would just get on his knees. All right. Okay. So, do so you yeah, want to. You give us. Gate. The walkthrough of the gate, and I will follow. I will. I you, you open were, the gate, and I will follow turn. behind. It's your turn. You're walking us mm. through. This, I walked us through the labyrinth terribly. Well, this is like okay, but this is an equally complex. Um, it's not really. It's really simple. Every time I thought this movie was going to end, and I was like, "Okay, wrapping it up," I was like, "Oh gosh, there's more." So, <laughs> like, oh no, we're only at the thirty-six minute mark. This can't be over yet. Well, because they kept, which is the nature, I guess, I know of like this kind of oh. movie. Because you're like, oh yes, finally, happily ever. No, the guy's back, <laughs> and the killing is going to continue. So I get that that's the 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 jive of the whole genre. But at the same time with this movie, I was like, really though? Come on. I don't understand what you're trying to do, but let's get into it. Right. So we see where we go. Yeah, let's, okay. let's go. We've, we've built this up far too much. <sighs> I think for what we're giving people. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So, so, okay. So we open our credits are just plain. They're just Red. It's red on black. Yes, red on black. and, and The it's scariest just, of credits. Of course, we know. And it's a little too long, uncomfortably long. So you're like, ooh, this feels oh. awkward. Did you find that or no? I may have fast-forwarded through the credits. <laughs> I'm not sure. See, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. So there we are. And we've got a creepy uh, – it's not abandoned, but it's just a creepy house with no one home and the wind blowing through it. Right. And and all the scary sounds that you can hear, the owl <laughs> in the background, a clattering of chains, a low moan, right? It's the like, sound oh. editor <laughs> got his money's worth yes. with the opening of this. And the baby, I assume, the creepy I assume baby. After that, he just went, yeah, I assume after that he just went, done, I'm yeah. out, I did it. <laughs> Forget it. Just reuse those later and we're finished. This is creepy shit that I just – these tracks are creepy. I just laid down. And they are. And uh, Dorf, as I call him. I, Go he, for it. He, he, <laughs> climbs, he climbs. He He like goes through this house, which is his home, we know. But we don't know now. And he goes into this uh, tree house. Correct? The creepy mm-hmm. tree house where he finds yeah. the creepy doll. And yep. we know that 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 shit is going to go down because it's a windy, stormy night. This kid's in a treehouse, and he's followed the creepy doll sound to it. So right, right away, it's high alert. I I mean, there's nothing about this that you know it's a dream. You right? Like you know it's a nightmare. There's it's it's Steven Dorf. He's the hero of the movie. Are right. we really? Do we really think we're being thrown into the middle of a movie? I mean, I was not sure what I was getting into. I was getting into a very young Steven Dorf, and uh... <laughs> you can't get over <laughs> the fact that Steven Dorf is in this movie, and he looks like your run of the mill child <laughs> from the mid eighties. Well, so the dwarf. <laughs> And when we wake up, when he wakes up, we see that there's construction going on in his backyard, a tree's being uprooted, correct? Yeah. Well, in the dream, the tree's struck by lightning. Oh, correct. Right? And it it tips over. And that's when he wakes up screaming and everything. And that's when he sees guys outside cutting up this tree. Right. Right. So was it a dream? 
well, was clearly it was, real? but right. still, it you know the the tree in the dream was destroyed, and in real life, I guess there was a storm and it was struck by lightning or something. I happened. know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the powers that be made things happen. That's what That's really right. happened, right? We all know that. <laughs> He's immediately outside too, and I. Did you notice the? I could talk about the attire in this movie nonstop. Yeah. I did you see his jacket? Which no, I didn't notice his oh, jacket. You, his what? jacket or his oh friend's jacket? No, his oh his friend's got a great jacket. Mm-hmm. His jacket has space patches all over. Oh, because we want to know that he's into space and the rocket ships and. The- it is over the top. They're on both sleeves, <laughs> all along the back. And even across the front, there's just different bizarre space patches. They want you yeah. to know how he feels. They want they want to say his character loud and proud. You gotta love it. Later on, he takes the jacket off. He has a shirt on with one of those patches <laughs> on the shirt. Later, he's wearing a different shirt that again has that patch. It might even be the same one on that shirt too. The costume designer was a lot like the sound editor; couldn't stop. <laughs> they were like, "Yeah, this kid's into space. Space everywhere. Space patches because this kid would collect patches on everything." <laughs> Just like the sound editor was like creepy noises all the time. Here in the backyard is when we meet our next. So we know our hero is is um, dwarf, but or Glenn. And now we meet Terry, his BFF. Yeah, who Terry's I, got some problems. You no, know, Terry's he's, Terry's had some some tough times. I mean, right? he's kind of he's kind of a badass nerd. Would yeah, you call him that? yeah, like, I would call him exactly that. Exactly. He's that. wearing the the denim jacket mm-hmm. with the torn off sleeves, <laughs> with a you know like metal band patches on his jacket. Right, which, right, right. I guess these two could be friends. I guess. I well, because this- then he's scrangly and skinny and nerdy, and we find out, and like he's got the glasses, and we find out. Right. I love it when his dad, when uh, Glenn's dad is a talk <laughs> with him about Terry, and he's like, his mom died. That's my and favorite really, part of this movie. His dad is so sensitive. We have to get there. Hold on. Right? It is insane line delivery <laughs> yes, by his dad. The dwarf's dad. You know, I think Terry's just a bit confused <laughs> since, you know, his Even mom I was died. like, oh, Terry. But anyway, we're not, we're just meeting Terry, and the two of them are digging in the backyard, right? Where this tree has fallen, and they find what looks like a big amethyst rock, right? But yeah, the, it's a geode. A geode. They find a geode, for crying out loud. <laughs> I don't mean to to say it like that, but they must say geode forty five <laughs> times gonna say. at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> oh, also, did you know that Glenn's dog is ninety seven years old? <laughs> dog years. Why do they keep saying that? Because they want- also that's super inaccurate. Like <laughs> as a kid, you you understand that dogs age in like seven, seven years, which right, isn't right. right anyway, but. 97 is not not even a debate exactly i kept thinking that too i was like how do they that's a like, real just make the dog 98 that's all you have to do it's 14 years old but it's that's why is it some kind of trick thing that we're supposed to know about the satanic demonic stuff like does 97 have to do oh. with the curse that that they had I or never whatever thought about that I just thought it was an odd Canadian well, conversion. I, I, <laughs> Canadian conversion. It's a dwarf version because dwarf converted it. So that's how dwarf minus is a year when he does dog years. Um, Love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 97. He's old. This dog has such a huge part in this movie. What's I love the dog's it. name? Uh, 
I don't even know. Oh, they, I didn't even write it down. I did somewhere because they write Angus. Angus. Angus, yes. <laughs> like the beef. Yes. <laughs> so then his we see his sister, yes. Al. Al. Who then says, why do you keep calling me Al? As though this is the first time she and her brother have really discussed this. <laughs> yeah, at first I wasn't My sure it was. My name's Alexandra. Right, right. And we're introduced to her super cool friends, Her too. super – oh, they are super cool th- and with super cool hair. And we realize the tension between the siblings. He I do still have to wants- just – Go ahead. Oh, go – no, I just have to – I have to take just one little aside here only because I was on IMDb looking for interesting things about this and there was nothing worthwhile about this movie, like nothing weird or I funny or anything. I wonder why. But the best is down at the bottom and I don't – I don't – really dive into like people's comments or even read what people write <laughs> but one subject said al's ass and that was the subject what does she have a cute so, coolie i didn't so notice I was, but I so bet. i was like i was like all right i gotta check out this and so i clicked on it and then the next post is from the same guy that says is perfect oh she, and the she only... does do a weird like model pose in the mirror yes. for one like before the monster yes. gets her right she's like checking herself right. out like and i'm like what are you doing yeah but then the but the best is the only response to what this guy wrote was somebody went okay pedophile yes <laughs> creeps so totes, i thought that was really great totes creeps yeah so anyway she jumps in the car with her friends and they yes. go to the mall. Yes, because that's because what teenage that girls cool. do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. then uh, later that day, the evening, is when the family has dinner together. Typical family dinner, right? Looks mm-hmm. like almost meatloaf mm-hmm. at the table. Right. The cling clang. And this is when the, the parents approach them with the idea of them leaving for three days. I found this a little ridiculous. I am not a parent. You are. But How when, old is Glenn? 10 11 I think the door 11 maybe like, 12 I didn't think so I thought the door fee was like oh maybe I guess between well, judging from his friend yeah between 11 and 12 you're right let's say he's 11 yeah let's say his sister well her friends are driving so she might be 16 16 is what I was thinking for Al but three days I don't three, know that's I don't know I, I don't well know. and we know they can't be trusted so okay so over dinner they they decide that, that that's what's going to happen, that they're going to go away, that yeah, they trust right. these kids. They're just going to yeah. ground Glenn for the week. The dwarf can't <laughs> leave the house. because I when, like how he's so upset with this because doesn't he see the opportunity here? Your sister, who's just going to be off with her friends, is the one in charge of you. Right. And you have a problem with your parents leaving? No. You say, Mom and Dad, see ya. Oh, darn. I'm grounded. No, but he's really upset yeah, about Yeah, no. This. He is. He's put out. But, you know, he's the dwarf, and he takes things a little too literal sometimes. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's be real. We're all adults here. Right. We can smoke our electronic <laughs> cigarettes if we want. Oh. Well, so, so okay, so the parents decide this is what they're going to do. The dad is the ultimate cheese ball dad, right? This is, is this when he tells him about Terry being confused? Yeah, this he is puts, when he goes up he and he puts him like, to bed. What's, what's oh, because, with you today, oh, but because, yeah, what's with you today? Because he's torturing moths. Right, He's keeping right. moths in that jar and <sighs> his dad's like, oh, you need to poke holes in those or they will suffocate. He never does. 
Right, right, right. He never. He just has a jar full of moths that are dying, <laughs> which seems terrible. But that's no. Glenn collects the. Oh, not Glenn. Um, Terry collects Terry. those moths. I know. I get their names confused because shouldn't Glenn be the nerd? I would. Think. You know what I mean? Like. Oh yeah, and Terry be the well. Yeah. Yeah, if we well, were whatever. in charge of the it names in here, it doesn't I know. matter. I'm sorry. I had a best friend when I was in elementary school named Glenn. So if he's oh, listening, Glenn. I apologize. So No, you didn't mean. I mean, Glenn's a fine name. I have nothing it's against it. It's a fine name, yes. <laughs> but the dwarf is so much better for a horror movie. It is, yes. <laughs> yes. But yeah, okay. yeah, he says his, Terry's mom died, and yeah. he hasn't been the same yeah, since. Yeah, he hasn't been the same since. And so we have to be patient with him. And sometimes he makes up lies <laughs> about men in the wall because that's what Terry told uh, Glenn a yeah, story there was a about. A builder yes. killed during the construction of their house and they just walled him up. Yes. 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 And, and so he's already a little spooked, <laughs> right? Right. And yeah. I mean, you have a death. nightmare about the tree getting struck by lightning yeah. and you wake up and a tree was struck by lightning. It's a bit creepy. Sure. Uh, yeah. A Plus the bit. holes like. Spewing fog. Steam, it's like a smoke machine. Yes. Out. Right, right, right. And they're still a little unsure of the quality of the rock. Yes, but um, the quality of what? Of the rock that they found. They're trying okay, to yes. the quality of the rock. They're trying to figure out what the rock can do. That's that a big geo. Yeah, the geo. Yeah, yes. exactly, exactly. So, so, so anyway, so the parents leave town, and it is. Instantly, party the party time. happens. The party Love happens. Love the party. Sorry, it's, I said the dad's monologue or whatever. His only lines were my favorite part. The party's my favorite part. Is it? No, is it because oh, yes. it's like? Was it better or worse to you than the parties you had seen in uh, in our other eighties movies? How did you feel about walking into a teen eighties party? Um. Well, uh. Mark Harmon was not playing chaperone in this one, so it seemed a bit more realistic Agreed. than your teacher throwing a party. Agreed, yes. I kind of enjoyed it because it seemed – it didn't seem over the top, uh-uh. like excessive. It seemed somewhat realistic. Yeah, to I thought so too. Like, I enjoyed nobody it. Nobody was being crazy and breaking stuff. I do like how the camera tracks the dog as the dog walks through the party. <laughs> yes. And you hear dog. somebody go, hey – Get that dog a beer. Uh, <laughs> Everything else is inaudible. That's the only thing you actually hear. Right. But yes, I enjoyed the party. I did. Yes, I, I did too. And of course, Terry's over because yes. Al doesn't want the dwarf. Oh, I actually have in my notes, dwarf is looking at dead moths. <laughs> so I guess I started to refer to him as dwarf as well. Yeah. See? So, yeah, Terry's there, and he's breaking open the geode. Yes, yes. Right? He's hacking into it. And it yes. explodes with a crystally glow, and um, these <laughs> these words appear on the notebook, right? On, oh, on one of the those, like, desk. magnetic plastic yes. things where you, where you tear up the plastic sheet. Yeah, and, the, and then the there's, like, the, words the, erased, yep. and then you go back, and you press down. Yeah, and it's some satanic verse. I don't know, something like that. Did you write that down? No, I was just chanting. I was chanting. Love it. It sounded real. (laughs) (laughs) I love how after this, it cuts back to the teens in the party. They're no longer drinking. They're telling ghost stories. The party's gone from like party, like. To like, ooh, scary night, right? Yeah, yeah. 
they're telling a ghost story mm-hmm. and everybody says it's lame or something like that. Right, right, right. And then this and random chick at the party. My favorite character. I know. I wondered why she didn't like help Glenn I, out at some point. Give him the tip about right. the about closing the gate. Like, yeah. Why wasn't she around then later? Why wasn't she in her group Why of wasn't friends? she one of her friends? Exactly. I she know. had lame friends that kept coming back. And this chick clearly had some sort of like, she, was, she taught the the partiers or yeah the, the party goers <laughs> had to levitate she's like i know what could do that's better than scary stories we can levitate and she like <laughs> she tries to teach the one guy and it doesn't work out so she's like come on dorf let's levitate because he's yeah, little like oh he's little yeah we'll levitate mm-hmm. this guy mm-hmm. it works he floats up into the sky Hits a light, knocks it off, and when it happens, none of these drunk teenagers could care less. He falls to the floor. Like, he's like, ah, help me, stop it from happening. And then he falls to the floor, and he just immediately. (laughs) But I thought it was great because he starts crying once he falls down and then runs away. And Terry says, oh, I think he's just upset because everybody (laughs) saw him cry. No, he levitated. Yeah, no one else is disturbed by this. That's why he's crying. Demons. Some sort of force (laughs) lifted him up and smashed him against the ceiling. That's why he's upset. Who cares that he is crying? Right. Right. And he's... His sister comes up. Well, I I did want to say that the girl who levitated him, she has a great line after all this. And she's like, like, oh... Maybe I won't do that again. <laughs> but she says it's so sinister-like. I wanted to see more of her in this movie, and I was yeah. very disappointed that she wasn't. I, I really thought that oh, she's going to help him through the gate at some point. Right? Yes. We never this see movie her should again. have been her. <laughs> now we should just follow her, and she goes home, and she has like a pentagram drawn on the floor, and she puts on like a big black robe, <laughs> the little hood. <laughs> That's right. No, but it's all Terry. Terry is the key to all this information about everything. Kind of. The the way this unfolds is so bizarre. Uh But I do like how Glenn, or or, sorry, Terry and Al try and make him feel better. And his sister goes, oh, it's not a big deal. So they saw you cry. Remember when I was (laughs) pantsed in the middle of the cafeteria or something? I'm like, whoa, that's. He's like, but I levitated. Like, I don't know what's worse. Like, showing your ass to the cafeteria or having demons levitate you in your own home while your parents are away for the weekend. I know. Exactly. I don't know. And if you're Al, Al's ass, amazing. (laughs) So what's the problem? And then Terry said he barfed on some kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These things are not comparable to demons, folks. I also like how during this whole thing, she just says, Oh, I'm going to go. I'll just go downstairs and lock up. Yeah, all There's of a sudden the party's party done. There. All of a sudden the party's after he levitated, <laughs> even though people didn't get freaked out, they left the party slowly yeah. because now it's bedtime and then <laughs> the first really freaky scene happens of this movie. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about her bizarrely over-sexualized scene <laughs> in her room by herself, which is very uncomfortable. If this girl is playing a 16, yeah, I mean, if this girl's 18 playing a 16-year-old, I still think this is really inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, this scene could have been cut. We don't need to know that much about Al and her bedtime routine. She also routine. has space posters in her room, Because too. we want to know them? that they both are into I, <laughs> are into just the uh, the UFOs. I guess, I guess. I have no idea. Yeah, this is a creepy scene now that happens. Everyone's gone to bed, and we know that 
that some something's been stirred up because on account of the levitation. And um, there's there's weird shadows, more creepy noises, I think. And then an angel appears at the door for Terry. It's it's his mother. Terry, come to me. I love you. I need you, Terry. So creepy with her flowy hair and actually pretty kinky hair to to be real. I mean, she looked like she could be Terry's mother, I guess. She looked like yeah. a mom. <laughs> yeah. Right. They didn't Yeah, they didn't yeah. So she's right. she's creepily calling to him and from the top of the stairs he sees her, he embraces her, it's creepy and, and now we get the Terry's relationship with his mom on a whole different level. And then all of a sudden I don't like what that they're dancing yeah, together. They do. That's so upsetting <laughs> to me. Like I don't I don't know. I love you. I need <laughs> you. I need you, Terry. And again, the door opens and smoke comes in. Terry. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 ultra creeps. And right. then uh while he's dancing with her, ever so uh, oddly. Yeah. Uncomfortably. Villain, yes. Um she becomes Angus, the dead dog. And it's dead. It's not just that he's dancing with this dog, but the thing's tongue is hanging yes. out. It's so uncomfortable. And they walk in on it. Al and, <laughs> and right Al and the dwarf walk in on it. He walks in on his best friend dancing, dancing with, with his, his dead, dead dog. dog. It's so creepy. It's so such a creepy way to say this is a creepy movie. Wait a minute. Right. First, we have the dancing son and mom. If he hadn't levitated earlier, <laughs> that's kind of like, listen, dude, I don't think you should come over to my house right. anymore. Right. But again, every time something scary happens to this crew, they barely react the next day. They're they, not really yep. on guard. Like it's, when the like, levitation happens, they're like, whatever. We levitated. He's a kid. He's light tossed in the air. And then the fucking creepy angel dog comes at night. Sorry, pardon the. Um, I think we can. Right, I put well, the little explicit thing right, on every sometimes episode because I just assume stuff's going to happen. <laughs> when so. dwarfs in a horror movie, you gotta drop the f bomb. That's right. Yes. Um, but it is great because you're right. They're so they don't <laughs> seem alarmed by this whatsoever. <laughs> I love how. Terry goes. Oh, I'm sorry, your dog's dead. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Not Glenn goes. Yeah, Glenn's like, uh, he was really old. I'm like, yeah, he was 97. He was very no. old. You've established that. And he was your dead mom before he was your dead <laughs> dog. Like, you just had a weird night, kids. Let's assess yes. at breakfast. Let's talk about just exactly. what went down. And he just looks at Angus's dog bowl, which has his name, like, written in Sharpie, like, on the <laughs> dog bowl. <laughs> and he's like, so sad with that, Angus. Oh, it's so sad without my mom, who I dreamed about holding last night. What? <laughs> we didn't address this. And then her friends come to pick her oh, up. Oh, yes. And the the interaction between Glenn and his... Well, this... So... Oh. Such a... Cool out, Glenn. Because oh. he's getting all angry at her, his friends. Her, her friends... Her one friend who has half of her hair is spiked. Oh, and the other one's and terrible bangs. And the other bangs. half is just yes. down in her yes. face. It is these friends are amazing. I I love what they're wearing. I was upset when they weren't part of the movie. The anymore. pants they had such eighties look like they had like slouched like 
green socks with blue pants and yep. like some kind of high top. Everything sneaker. was just electric neon it was, colored. It was amazing. It was amazing. It, it really yeah. was. I do though like how um, she goes with her friends to the mall, yep. or, or they try and convince her to go, mm-hmm. but I don't think she goes. Right? Sometimes she goes to the mall. Sometimes she goes to the beach. <laughs> Sometimes she doesn't go to the beach, and sometimes she doesn't go to the mall. I don't. She's a teenager. She's going to the beach. I don't know the where mall. they live. Yeah, I don't. I, I assume they live. I thought in it was California somewhere. I oh, don't. Know. I don't. Oh, that's. There's no way this is California. But anyway, go ahead. I love how he's Glenn is looking longingly of photos of his dog <laughs> in a photo album. Oh, that's right. You're gonna miss oh. Angus when Angus goes, especially mm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But then we cut to Terry. Oh, Terry. We're, we're kind of introduced to his very sad home life. Oh, well, he's got like a dad who travels a lot and his mom's I, dead. I didn't know his dad traveled a lot. Did you get that? I thought that. Yeah, because oh. doesn't he say he got the the stuff that the, the reason he knows so much about the satanic oh. culture is because his dad traveled to Europe or something like You're that. Right. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But I. Yeah, so we see there's just dishes yeah. and filth all over yeah. the kitchen. Not... But we see him listening to a heavy metal record, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which suddenly breaks into like a Moody Blues-esque <laughs> monologue, <laughs> which was amazingly poetic and calm for a metal album. Like, I don't... Terry gets into it. Terry gets into it. Oh, he does, yeah. It. He takes his bed sheets yeah. and wraps them around <laughs> his head. And he's he's like reciting it. He's going right along. Right. It's yeah. But at some point during him reciting it, he something clicks. Like he understands uh, yes. what's happening yes. here. He makes the correlation between the gate and the the satanic recording right. that he's getting all hyped up on. And um, he's got to tell the dwarf all about this. The nonsense. dwarf needs to know. <laughs> the dwarf's got to know. I love how when he tells him about. This whole satanic whatever. Nothing's ever really explained. But he goes, okay, well, everything's following the steps. There's a hole. You find a geode. Then you levitate. There has to be a sacrifice. That's your dog. Like, these are the most random things (laughs) ever. Also, you have to recite things that you're, you know, kitty toy actually right, right, right. spelled out you shouldn't have read that well, we... he's like and then the constellations they have to be worn out a certain <laughs> way i read about it and well it's like happening now like That's all right. of it i checked it i checked yes. into oh, it and also the the sacrifice has to be thrown into the hole. into the hole yes yes and you got to cover so, it with wood so al gives the dead dog to a friend of hers. To the one of the jobs. Boyfriend, the guy that she's kind of into. Is that her boyfriend? Well, I think that oh, yeah, they're yeah. kind of the like party, they're lover like, boy. I think yes, I think yes. Dorf calls him lover boy. Dorf yeah. actually calls him a fag at one point. Looks at him and goes, "You there fag." Is, I was waiting for when we would sort of get into casual eighties homophobia. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I had no idea it would be. Spoken and spewed by like like 10 an eight to yes! sixteen year old yes because at one point one of her friends they're like in like the laundry room or something like that right, and right. Al opens the door and she's like what are you guys doing and one of her friends goes probably just fagging yeah. off and I was like oh my god this is terrible 
is when the word fag came into fad, oh, I guess. Man. Yeah. But but yeah, so so the the dog, the dead dog goes to the fag boyfriend, right? Essentially is what happens. And he's yes. told to get to bring it to the animal center, animal control uh, to get rid of the dog. Like that. Yeah. Essentially, um Right. Um in the meantime, Terry no, this is when he plays the record backwards uh, and stuff. Yes, and he's yes, like, yes. oh, this tells you how to close the gate. Right, and, right. He, that's right. He's, you know. That's right. Yeah. Well, no, he. that's what I mean. He's figuring more things out about how to handle what what they've kind of discovered or interrupted here. Right. And he also yes. discovers what can close the date, gate is something like pure love in its purest form or, or some yes, kind of. It's, Let's just say nonsense. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> what opens the gate? Nonsense. What closes it? Nonsense. Gibberish, right. The right. end, right. right. Yes. I do have some, again, because of the teenagers in this movie and their back and forthness, I have some mm-hmm. funny just quotes, I guess I wrote down here. Do that, it. Go for it. Eat your feet, dork. I guess oh. they say that at one point. Eat your <laughs> feet, dork. Like her punk friends. And um, he tells uh, the dwarf has got a great one. And this one I'm putting in my own back pocket. Suck your nose till your head caves in. How about Whoa, that? I don't remember. I wrote it down. That, he might not have said great. it. One of the friends might have said it. But in my mind, if the dwarf says it, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway. After the guy throws the dog in the hole. Yes. Now the dog gets, because he couldn't find it. The animal shelter right. was closed. Bummer. Yeah. But he drives around which, with his dying dead dog in the front seat of his car, right? Yeah, which I thought, I don't know. That's a bit strange mm-hmm. to just give this dog to somebody and say, here, take care of this. Well, then what was their idea? Because remember, the parents are out of town. And the parents are going to come back. And well, find, right. And the yeah. whole time, the dwarf is upset, right? We forgot to mention that earlier, when he's, after he's levitated, doesn't he try to convince <laughs> the sister then to call yes, the parents? To- like, call them. Let him know scary shit's going down. And That's she's like. That's a very rational thing yeah. to try and do. And she's like, no way. What are we. No. No. So now they're in a deeper mess. The dog is dead. Right. And. Uh, I mean, she just wants to have her friends over and hang out. Yeah. She just. Because now. Because it's the town. second night now. And now it's a slumber she's party. She's having with a sleepover. Yep. With these two lame girls. Not the cool girl that knows how to levitate people. But with two Somebody's, random lame girls. Somebody let me know that uh, one of her two friends was like a mom in the show The O.C. Oh. I don't know which friend. I couldn't tell them apart I if you asked either. me I to. I thought they were a set of twins, actually. I hope it's the one with the hair. With yes, the spiky with the hair. spiky I hope, hair. Yes. I hope she kept getting work because she deserved it. For, for carrying hair like that on a film, she totally deserves it. <laughs> I completely right. agree. So, yeah. So, she has her friends over and then Terry's over again, of course. Right. right. And so, they're all just going to kind of hang out. Right. But then even weirder stuff starts the to happen. The winds start to blow. The moths in the jar start going crazy. <laughs> Did you notice how long they held on the shot of the family photo that's hanging on the wall? <laughs> oh, of, with like, on his wall? With like a shadow wall? of a monster and everything. And I think that's only because the next scene is when the parents, quote unquote, show oh. up. Oh, and I think it's to inform the audience, hey, this is what the parents <laughs> look like, guys. Yeah. Don't forget, this these the are the mom and the dad, right? 
They were barely in it to begin with, and that was why. They were out of town, but now they're back as ghosts or as monsters, I guess. <laughs> well, first, before we meet the parents, they they're, Terry's not in his bed, right? Terry's gone. Oh, yes. But Terry slept over, too, of course, because why wouldn't he? And big slumber party, scary stuff happens. Um, where's Terry? He's not in bed. Yes, he is. He's like, this is a joke. The sister thinks it's a joke, but she pulls off the covers, and it's the it's Angus, dead Angus. They, um, they and then paid a, for a dead dog. They're going to they're going to use that dead dog, dead dog con- with the tongue out, with the tongue out, because that's how you know it's dead because the tongue is hanging out. <laughs> right. Then the hand. That's when the creepy hand comes out oh, from under yeah, the bed. The arms come out yeah. from under the bed. Yeah, and they try to grab her or grab Al, and she's like, "Now we know. Okay, so now we've got a dead dog and scary hands. We are should be in frightened mode." You should leave this yeah. house immediately. Yeah, and again, Go. these... She's got two friends there. Terry has no parental supervision, no. but he doesn't have a gate to hell in his backyard. <laughs> Go to Terry's house. <laughs> he doesn't have a gate to hell. They, instead, in this horrible... Awful sequence. Now they go out to the front door. The dwarf goes out the door, mm-hmm. and mom and dad are there. And mom, dad, you're, you're you're home, but it's not mom and dad. What does no, the guy you keep know saying? That when you grab your dad's face and it just <laughs> caves in into a puddle of mush, and his eyes just gouge her out and become little <laughs> demon monkeys on the ground. <laughs> I love how you texted me about demon monkeys, and I'm like. I don't, they didn't look like monkeys, did they? They did to me, like little <laughs> demon gremlins or something. I don't know. They were so the dad, the parents appear, and they're clearly not the parents. It's this creepy thing. The dad keeps saying, "Like you've been bad, you've mm-hmm. been bad," and the phone melts too. Yes, the whole because they go inside and they're like, "Oh, let's just call our parents." And the and he and he yells, "You've been bad!" through the phone, and then it explodes into fire and just melts. Right? And now they have to try to figure out how what they have to do. Like Terry's, like we got to get rid of these demons. That's You've right. got demons. We got to get rid of them, right? <laughs> but they, they this is when they decide that this whatever spell to get the demon gone, what's going to work is the Bible because right, the dwarf yeah. is like, that's what they always say, right? Is the Bible. They don't like the Bible. Right. Yeah. He's seen the exorcist. Yeah, he, he knows. understands what's happening sure. here. Sure. I love how they go out to the hole and it's just randomly open the Bible and just start reading some part of it. Well, I love it because the two friends that have slept over, the one with the big hair, they're both like, oh, we've go to Sunday school. We know what verse. We'll find it. Right. Yes. We've been to Sunday school. Right. Don't worry. That's right. And, and Terry falls. He gets sucked in. Terry gets sucked in. And the little demon monkeys come and bite him. And they're trying. And he's just batting them away. Like, ow, oh, ow. He stomps yeah. on one. And it's kind of like, it's weird to feel bad for a demon monkey. But when he stomps on it and it's just writhing <laughs> on the ground, I'm like, oh, he probably broke a lot of bones. And that thing's <laughs> back. And it can't move. But, yeah, they're they're climbing on. They're eating his neck. Like, they're biting his neck. And they're creepy it looking. Was, yeah. I I enjoyed the little demon monkeys. I really did. I thought it was kind of a cool effect. <laughs> but then he gets out. Yes, he somehow. gets out of Whatever. the hole. They pull him out somehow, right? And then they they right. think they've sealed the hole. 
Right? <laughs> because they throw the Bible down right. and it blows and up. And we're like, even I was like, ooh, good one. <laughs> then I love it when right. they find the friends, the two, her two sleepover <laughs> friends in a closet with like garlic <laughs> necklaces around their yes. neck. Because yes. they're like. But it's weird because then the hot dudes surprise them. Oh, right, right, right. But then she chases them all away, right? Doesn't, well, the, is that, well, her friends leave with the guy. But Al is like, that is enough. Doesn't Al kind of right. lay down the law? She's like, we have been through some trauma here tonight. Right. So you all. And I, okay, you think you've closed the gate. I get it. But you should probably still go away. Yeah, you don't need to be home. Or at least let mom right. and dad know that some shit's gone down. At least well, give the them phone a call. is melted. Well, I guess that's true. They didn't have cell phones then, <laughs> but you can go to your friend's house and call. You can go to Terry's house and call. You should think about it, Terry. There's a phone under a few pieces of pizza at Terry's house in the kitchen. Well, yeah, everybody leaves. Yes, and now, I guess they think they're okay. Did you think that this was one of the? This ends is of the where movie? I was like. <laughs> Well, the Bible's in the ground. The gate yep. is closed. You're like, they got some great special effects with monkey <laughs> demons. Great movie. Uh-huh. I feel good about it. I did. And then, but, and we see the siblings are back together. She's kicked her, you know, her friends out. She'd rather hang with her brother. And then they introduce brand new monsters, which are dead workers. The worker man. That were in the The walls. story that Terry told is a true story. Even Terry it's was like, I made that up. But no. No, Terry, <laughs> you didn't. Like, Holy shit. Yeah. Everything I say comes <laughs> true. This is amazing. Terry may be responsible for this whole thing. Terry is. So the worker man, who is a terrible ghost, will you not say to me that, oh. Come on. He's a zombie. Oh. He's been dead since the house was and built. And in the wall. I assume at least 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, again, just like Terry's mom, I don't think they're really auditioning people <laughs> for these roles. <laughs> I think it's just, hey, Steve, uh, could you drop that boom mic for a second and we'll put some overalls on We'll make you look really you. gray and <laughs> dead. Right. Yeah. Can you moan? Good, good, good. Whatever. But that's fine. That's fine. Get in the wall. And he is. And that's exactly what he does. Right? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And at one point, uh, who is it that hits him with a Barbie doll? They like beat. No, no, no. That's not, that's not yet. Oh, oh. Because the worker grabs Terry mm-hmm. and drags him into the mm. wall. That's right. That's right. Terry. And it's later that Terry shows up as sort of a monster. Oh, that's right. Terry. And biting. Yes. Like biting. <laughs> it's He's just a monster that He's likes to chew. Glenn's hand in his mouth almost like a dog yes. with a chew toy. And he's just like, arr, arr, <laughs> and shaking back and forth. And yet Al stabs him in the eye with a Barbie doll. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I literally laughed. I thought that was really great. <laughs> Biting on the hand. I was like, because it's only his one hand and he's not really a pit bull or anything. He, he's just a I little boy. I don't even boy. think he has it and in he, his mouth. It's so And weird. he, Dorf has another hand that he can hit Glenn with or hit um, Glenn is no, himself. he's just trying to get he away. He can hit Terry with. Another... Yeah, yeah. And I, oh, this is when they, P.S., we forgot uh, to, to say that when, um, when the worker man comes out of the wall, the way Al wants to deal with it is like, where's dad's gun? Get 
get oh, yeah, dad's get gun. Like, let's yep. blow the brains out of this ghost that's trying to, yes. to mess with us. We already fought the yep. little monkey demons. Let's just blow this guy But then up. he falls over. And just like the parents, he falls over and turns into little monkey demons. And I, I really loved it. Did you notice when he falls, like the monkey demon that was the head, like does a few somersaults before he stands <laughs> I didn't up? notice that. That's, <laughs> that's fun. Funny. That's fun. Yeah. 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 Um, and then... Is this one then the monkey demons dance and they become the giant demon? Well, Al is taken away. Oh, right. Al is taken away by the – that's right. Right. So basically Glenn's alone. Mm -hmm. Everyone, his best friend, his sister, and his dog dog. Mm -hmm. have all been sacrifices. And I think at one point Terry says that there has to be three three sacrifices. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yes, that's when the (laughs) – and the monkey demons assemble like Voltron <laughs> or something and then become like the floor falls away. You know, the bottom level floor right, falls away right. into, I guess, a, an even bigger. He's like gate. a. Yeah. Yeah. Into like a huge like. Whoosh. Yeah. And then this big giant monster. He's like a demon serpent. With like yeah. dinosaur arms, but yeah, all he over kind his of body. reminds me of those um, like dog things from uh, Ghostbusters. Remember those dog? Oh monsters? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. That's kind of what it reminded me of. There but is no yeah, it's like. Sorry. <laughs> I love it. I love that part. He's like, oh, what a lovely singing <laughs> voice she must have. That's my favorite part of that movie. Okay. <laughs> Let's not talk about great movies like Ghostbusters. <laughs> when we, we have, have the gate, the for gate. crying out loud. <laughs> but yes, uh, so a giant monster yes, is, is, is taking up most of his house, I guess. It scares the crap out of him. It touches him. It holds him. It releases mm-hmm. him, right? It, there's this whole, like, weird battle. And then the eyeball! What about the eyeball in his hand? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because oh, so, it does. He grabs his hand yeah. and, and picks him up. Yep. And then when he drops him, then he has an eyeball in his hand for some reason. And those special effects This monster thinks awesome. it's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. For Dorf to have an eyeball in his Yeah. Hand. It was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, not – well, then after this comes the, the storm that comes in and the visual effects of this storm – for as nice as or as good as the little monkey demons are, yeah. the visual effects really fall off <laughs> yes. at the end here. Yes. This crazy storm happens and the, there's the creepy doll, the jar of moss, and this like purple just glowy background, right, behind the door. And he grabs the glass, yes. right? Yes. And he stabs the eyeball in his hand. Yes. It's so... It's, he stabs the eyeball that's in his hand, and he really hurts himself. Yeah. Like, I don't ah. know what he thought was going to happen when he did that. He's taking things over. But He's yeah, trying to take yeah. control. He's trying to solve the problem. But I guess, I don't know. If I were in that situation, and I had a hand... With an eyeball yeah, in it? Right. I think I would exactly. want to get the eyeball out. It's windy as hell in his room. There's things blowing everywhere. His sisters, the demon comes back, right? This giant demon thing that we thought that we had defeated. Doesn't it come back? Yes, because he has to get, then he, uh, all this dumb obsession with rockets and space, of course, has to pay off mm-hmm. in the end. Mm-hmm. It only makes sense that it uh, would. Ah, yes, yes. And so, yes, he has to get this yeah, he has to get this giant rocket that they introduced before. Mm-hmm. 
and that he, he and his sister have a yes into this monster. Yes. You see, I didn't even I know they were trying to lay down this rocket connection. He had a special rocket he bought for his sister. She brought him one. They had a giant one in the closet. But mm-hmm. it seemed anticlimactic, even though it was the climax for me. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh yeah, it was the rocket he used to help get away from the demon or help defeat the demon. Right. And I think it might have been because you thought the movie already ended three times before this. True. True. But you're right in that those other endings, I think, would have been better than this one. Yeah, yeah. This one was like, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I had figured it had ended up. I like how after he launches the rocket, Mm -hmm. he runs out of the house and then the explosion throws him. And And levitates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally like the like the as demon he monkey flies through the doorway. Yes, yes. And that's it. And then it's like the next day and Terry and Al and his dog emerge oh, and they're yeah. perfectly fine and there's no issues and the gate has been closed and the end. I mean it's, and that's it. it's a real weird anticlimactic. I agree. Finish, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, and there's credits. Did the parents even come home? I don't even no, think no, the no. parents come no, home. No, we don't need no, no, we don't need to see them. No, no, Mm-mm. no. They were uh, they were on set for a half a day or something yeah. like that, yeah. and that was it. We just yes. need to know that these two had parental units, and those parental <laughs> units left town right. <laughs> <laughs> and left Al in charge. And that's what happens, parents, when you leave town and leave a 15-year-old in charge. The demons will come from the demons hole in the ground. Come for your mm-hmm. children. That's if not, then yeah, if not the Goblin King. So look out. You should not let a 14 year old babysit, and you shouldn't let a 16 year old <laughs> stay the weekend with your child. And you should not let 15 year olds go to camp because they're just going to be banging dudes. <laughs> That's, That's all they want to do. It becomes a competition. That's we're so just really, we're getting life lessons with teenagers. We are getting life lessons. I tell you, out of yeah. these movies that we watch so yeah so that yeah it becomes it does it became anti-click that is the gate that's that's pretty that's much the gate 1987 by tibor takis oh boy really <laughs> yeah that's the director he did make the sequel to the gate there is such a thing um there is such a thing oh. and then is, he did a lot of tv he then did is um, juliet lewis in it I don't. I don't know why. What, I would think why? she would be. I just figure. Right. I don't know. <laughs> but Tibor's done a lot of TV since then, so oh, okay. he's getting some work. Good for him. And the one thing I did find was that this movie was made for two million dollars. Yo. And it made like fifteen. What so was the? I wonder what the that's dwarfs a win. pay for it was. I well, it was his first movie. I assume it was scale. Sure. True. Well, then Al. I wonder if Al got better. Likely. I don't know who got the money from this. And do who is like? Did you research any of the other actors? Yeah, you've, I've never seen Al or or Terry. I, no, no, Terry was in a couple bad movies after this, mm-hmm. but that's it. Mm. No, not really. Yeah. Well, so let me ask you the big question: mm-hmm. uh, Would you recommend no. the people watch the game? Oh. <sighs> If uh, no, oh, I like this. It's oh, I, oh okay. I was gonna say this is a qualified recommendation. Well, <laughs> I would have to say, like in in instinctively, I I for myself, would I watch this movie again? No, 
Um, okay. If you really are into, like, because I think that it's... Model rockets? If you're really into model rockets, yeah. <laughs> or butt plugs, whichever. Or Steven... Whoa, 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 what? <laughs> Wait, where did that come from? Then, then yes. And can I tell you my recommendations from this? Because I didn't... Okay, halfway, when I first... When I thought the first ending came, actually, like... Yeah. In page four of my notes, when I thought the first ending came, I had already written down my recommendation. And (laughs) (laughs) it was The Lady in White. I don't know if you know that movie, but it's with... I I know that movie well, and it is super scary. It was a little creepy with a kid, but it's a different, a whole different kind of... Now that I've seen, once I saw the whole movie, The Gate, I was like, ah, Lady in White, da da I will say, and you, this... um, I guess a toss back to something you said earlier. Yeah. Um, if you have ever watched a Charmed, the show Charmed, I would say. And I have. And I know you have. <laughs> if you have ever even spent a season with the three witches of Charmed and sure. are at all enthralled by that whole like, oh, what could happen? Then maybe if you. I can't wait to see where you're going with this <laughs> because I don't see a connection. You don't? Whatsoever. If you're into Charmed, wait. then I think you'd be into this movie, maybe. But other than that, I. Uh... Are you ta- Wait, are you talking about the lady in white now? Or no, those are my two recommendations. Still? The lady in white and oh, oh, Charmed. Oh, Watching God. a season okay. of Charmed. Sorry. All Was right. that off? Okay. Was that as confusing yeah, I, as following this the the endings it, possible no, endings I, of this movie? Uh, okay, well, all right. Okay, I didn't have as much trouble as you did, only because yeah. So, did what did you think of this movie? Well, I've I had seen this movie a lot. Oh, a lot. I see. Yes, and so had you remembered I, I a lot think, of it? Then? Oh, I remembered the whole thing. Oh. Nothing that I saw was a surprise to me. Well, isn't that magical? I, the only surprise was. How much of this movie I actually remember. Ah. I don't know if I should really comment because I would say yes. I would say for people to watch this dumb movie. You would? Yeah. I mean, I would say if you – not as an adult. If you're an adult, if you're over the age of 15, apparently that's an adult in my mind. Yeah. You don't need to watch this. But if you're like an 11 or 12-year-old kid, I think this would be pretty good. I could be wrong. I really could be wrong. Okay, okay. But uh, what it did, this movie made me really nostalgic for, because uh, I don't think this happens anymore, movies where 10, 11-year-old kids are the main characters. I see. Well, You know, like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Goonies and E.T. And Mac and, and Me. And Mac <laughs> and Me, of course. And Critters, which is a great horror movie. Yeah, like, yeah. I see what you mean, yeah. I don't think they do that anymore. Did you see that um, Spielberg movie, Super 8? I did. I really liked and it. And that, yeah. the whole time I was like, oh, this reminds me so much uh, of yeah, Goonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they don't make those movies anymore. Right. So I think maybe if you're nostalgic for that, you should probably check this out. But if you're looking for something that's scary, no. No. Not no. at all. Well, if you're nostalgic for a young dwarf, go for it. If you want to s- say to yourself, Wait, that's not Stephen Dorff. Yes, watch this movie. <laughs> because it is shocking that this kid now, turned wait, into Stephen Dorff, I think. Did it scare you when you were a kid? 
Did it no, scare no, you no. then? Okay. But it, was, but it was fun because I had a friend that I, like, every other weekend, like, I would sleep over at his house mm-hmm. or he would sleep over at mine. Mm-hmm. So it sounds so dumb to say, like, we could relate to these stupid characters. But you kind of did. But that's what it was. Gotcha. And it was funny because one time I slept over at his house and his parents had to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Not all night, but for the majority of the night. And he had an older sister who was like 16. Ah! Right. So, a lot so the, moment like, the, yeah. parents, the moment the parents left, his sister was like, all right, dill holes, I'm out of here. See ya. <laughs> and just took off with her friends, like, to the mall or something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it was, I don't know. It was it relatable. Was I had fun watching it Good. for as dumb as it was. I enjoyed it, so... Yeah, and it did – like all those movies that I mentioned, like that's stuff that I would recommend. Um, I would recommend Critters. Like I said, okay. if you're looking for a horror movie where kids are kind of the heroes, that's a good one. And I've seen it recently and it's super dumb but kind of funny and worth watching. So. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is that it? Do we have anything else to do? Um, do we have anything else? No. Well, we got through the whole movie. Amen. Oh, we closed the we gate. Did. We threw the Bible in. I mean, is it over? Or do we... You know what's bad? No, now I the demon monkeys the have to get together. <laughs> Challenge us. I do. I'm going to watch that sequel. I saw that it's on YouTube. You can just watch Who, it. I, I want to know who's it. in the sequel. I want to know. I want to see if Tibor's directing is as great <laughs> in the sequel as it was in, in the, the original. original. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. After Labyrinth, it's hard for me. Like, I wanted there to be a musical sequence. At oh. some point, and I think it's going to take a little adjustment. So, you're, so you're saying we need to get back no. into musicals? No, Something no. I'm just, where... I'm just adjusting. Well, I'm merely hey, adjusting. Listen, it's fine. Back to back, it was Madonna and David. You're Bowie, right. So you're I right. We were. Yeah, you see, it's the longing for a pop star <laughs> to be the main character in a film. <laughs> are we doing? Th- what are we doing next? Let well, I gotta, I gotta pick our next movie. Oh, here we Ready? go. Ready? In, in a hat, paper sound, paper sound. Terry, you can hear I it. need you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> our next film, and actually it's our last Halloween film. Aww. Is October goes from, so fast. Go ahead. It's one from 1981 Ooh, or 82. We're I forget. Early. It's called... Hell Night. Oh, gosh. It sounds and terrifying. I've never seen it. Me neither. I've never heard of it. I don't know it. what it is. Apparently, well, I had to read the uh, synopsis of it when somebody recommended it. How terrible um, is it? I mean, it awesome. Is, How awesome is it? It is. <laughs> half, half full. The cup is always half full. The, the <laughs> premise is that a few frat, I think it's Four frat and sorority pledges oh, look. have to go through a haunted house, Ow. but there's actually also a real killer in this haunted house as well. So, and it's called Hell Night. It's called Hell Night. Yeah, Woo! Linda Blair's in it. Who is? That's it. Linda Blair. Oh, yeah. Well, she's her- scary. <laughs> I don't know if she's dressed as the exorcist demon child, right? But she's still scary anyway. This is right? her letting us know. Listen, yeah, I'm fucking hell. And this on is Earth. it. This is this is going to be our last horror movie. So thank you for everybody that suggested. I love movies the and films. I I think it's fun. We'll see what Hell Night's all about, right? And um, 
I don't know. Is that it? Do we say goodbye? I forget how we end these. I mean, this is, this usually, is our 11th one. I should know by now. Usually you levitate. <laughs> Are you going to levitate tonight? You're not? Oh, I might. All right. I need I need people slightly larger than me to pick <laughs> me up. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll float across and tear down a piece of track lighting or whatever he exactly. grabs. As he and then cry. The then you go to your room and cry. That's usually how these things end. You levitate and then okay, you go to your room and cry. okay because my sister was pantsed in Exactly. Come on now. Come on. Oh, Where's right, Terry and his satanic cult? <laughs> Oy. I tried to find, and we always play out music at the end of this. Oh, and yeah. I found, a, I found a great 80s song that was playing during the party. Excellent. Every song was Canadian. Every band was a Canadian band, and the songs were really tough to find. I had a hard time finding I, this I, I, I applaud your movie. research, though, and yeah. your efforts. Listen. Well, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We will see you again in two weeks with uh, something called Hell Night. We're, I can't wait to watch I can't it. wait for our Hell Night. It's awesome. It's going to be exciting. All right. Bye. All right. Ciao. Maybe I won't do that again.